Welcome to Another Level Bit. I'm Emily Reese, and it was a pleasure to speak with Nicole Zales, who is in our patron spotlight. Nicole is in her final year of medical school, and she'll explain uh, all of that to you, but she does still manage to play games, and she actually listens to a lot of game music while she studies. We are so thankful for Nicole's support, and you can find out how to be a highlighted patron on our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash level. We start off talking about one of her choices, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, music by Gareth Coker. Yeah, and I love, too, that you, you say Ori and the Will of the Wisps, not the Blind Forest. Did you play Blind Forest? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, and actually, it was interesting. That was the only... I, I tend to, no matter how great the soundtrack is, I try not to listen to the music before I play the game. Yeah. Because sometimes it can be a little bit spoilery. Ori and the Blind Forest was actually one of those I did not know that this game even existed. But one day, Pandora, I had Pandora on, and it, I have a video game playlist, and it was one of the suggested tracks, and it just popped on, and I just thought, what is this music? <laughs> it's amazing. And I... Yeah check my phone and, and it says Ori in the Blind Forest I've never heard of this and I immediately went home immediately went to Steam and I downloaded it that same day <laughs> nice so what made you choose Ori in the Will of the Wisps over Ori in the Blind Forest in terms of a favorite soundtrack of yours I feel like Man, I still love The Blind Forest, of course, but I feel like the music really evolved, just as the game did. The game itself evolved and changed and expanded uh, into a whole new world, a whole new setting, and I feel like the music evolved with it. Uh, you had these different areas. I mean, The Blind Forest had its different areas as well, but the music here really accentuates in The Will of the Wisps the differences uh, when you're in the... Um, the the winter area the the wonderment of winter for example like that kind of the the flute predominating the the the, the sounds the the gentle sounds of the the clinking percussion in the background like it, to me it was like you know being like an ice cavern and the sounds of like the ice clinking and then you were in the luma pools and it was there was a lot of vocals in there and it was very you know ethereal and as you were swimming through the waters so the the music really to me evolved a lot more with the will of the wisps and it's just phenomenal I, you know, I'm always curious whenever there's a sequel to a game, you know, are all mm. the improvements actually going to be better and bigger and, you know, all of those things. So you, you oh, yeah. personally as an Ori fan were really happy with the direction they took in the second one? I actually was, yes. It was, it was, it was so many things that, you know, elements that were great in the first game that they kept uh, and then some new things that they expanded upon that I thought were Absolutely excellent. I couldn't find anything. Like you said, with some sequels, there's like, oh, why did they add this? Or, well, why mm -hmm. did they take this away? But in this one, I really couldn't find anything to that was like, oh, well, why didn't they keep this or do this? It was actually almost everything that was different was an improvement. Yeah. Favorite track? Favorite track. Oh, <laughs> that's the wonderment of winter, honestly. It's yeah. just so, it's just the way it stands out is just it. It's absolutely beautiful. I remember just uh, 
going into that area and like having to like pause and just like listen to the entire track. And I just remember just sitting there going, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, do you mind giving a little bit of background on, on yourself? We talked about a lot of this before I hit record and I, I would be remiss if I didn't, you know, allow you the opportunity to say who you are. Oh, certainly. (laughs) Um, so I'm Nicole, uh, I'm a 29-year-old uh, MD-PhD student in my final year of medical school, so end in sight. And I'm looking to go into pathology. Uh, and throughout my, for as long as I can remember, video games have just been such a cool part of my life. It's just been a way to disconnect, to center myself, and to just find enjoyment in these uh, these unique pieces of media. So it's been it's been great in that way. And your musical background as well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I played uh, clarinet for seven years. Uh, loved music studies. I, I unfortunately lost track of it in college as things got busier and busier, but it's still a very, very big part of my life. And I still love listening to, you know, new music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so tell me about your relationship with Zelda. Then you put uh, Twilight Princess down as one of your favorite soundtracks. Ah, yes. So I came into Zelda a bit late in life. Uh, it's, <laughs> I remember seeing, what was it? Ocarina of Time uh, at my cousin's home when I was little and just not really understanding it. The first game I actually ever played was Wind Waker. And that was, that was a close contender for Twilight Princess as far as favorite soundtrack. The Legend of Zelda series in general, I mean, it's, for me, it's, it's one of the most iconic things I've ever played. Just the adventure, mm-hmm. the stories, the, the characters, and of course the music. Twilight Princess was an interesting one. It, the, the the tonal shift of the game and of the music were pretty different than what was before. Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker. I mean, they had their darker moments and darker themes, and you know, more intense times during the gameplay. But the whole over the whole, it was mostly triumphant or fun or very light. And but Twilight yeah. Princess was more somber throughout the even the more upbeat tracks, like the new Hyrule Field theme was, you know, it's very triumphant and you have a lot of the brass like playing the intro and it's just very like upbeat and you're going. It, it's still not as, you know, lighthearted and happy go lucky as, you know, maybe some of the other uh the other iterations of that theme. But it's just such a it's such a cool soundtrack. I've just that's the one I keep coming back to and listening over and over again. I feel like God, I was talking to somebody about Zelda just the other day uh, around a bonfire outside. <laughs> this is like the oh, only cool. way we can hang out with friends anymore these days. But <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. but uh, it was like we were talking about how everybody loves Ocarina of Time. Like everybody's like, that's my favorite Zelda soundtrack. That's my favorite. And how, you know, a lot of the others don't get a lot of love. And then it was like the next day you sent me this email and I was like, neat. <laughs> a little love for some Twilight <laughs> well, <I> Princess. Mean- <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, there are so many iconic melodies that I I would be remiss to say like that don't that appear in you know other soundtracks, including Twilight Princess. Like, uh, was it Queen Rutella's theme? Uh, it's a uh, it's a different instrumentalization of the uh, the Serenade of Water. I think that it, it's the the song that you learn uh, for the Water Temple in Ocarina of Time. But the tone, the instruments, it it's so different. It, it's, it's just such a, and yeah, like mid, things like Midna's theme, uh, the, like I said, the Hyrule field theme, the theme of like the realm of twilight, it's just so different. And it just really stands out for me. 
and then you put Skyrim on the list. I mean, that, uh, mm. t- in my opinion, kind of belongs on, it e- should, b- should be on everybody's top five <laughs> soundtrack. Yes. So. Actually, my, my mother told me, if you don't put Skyrim on your list, I will be very <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> First of all, what class, because I moved, to, I, I used to always be like Wood Elf, Dark Elf, and then I just like full blood could cheat all the time, Khajiit. So what do you like to play in Skyrim? Ooh, I would lie if I said that my first playthrough, I didn't do a Khajiit. I absolutely did. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Yeah. I think the one I go back to a lot, though, when, I, when I've when i done uh, either, you know, playing through again, just yeah. trying things a little differently, or for like the new re-released um, Ultra, was it the HD edition? I actually have tried, um, I think, actually a Breton. It's oh, actually yeah. a pretty nice mix. It's like the the half elves of of the Elder Scrolls series. And it, yep. they've, they've got like a nice balance of where it's got like their, you know, their connection to like Magicka and stuff like that. And it's it seems like a nice balance in between. Yeah. Neat. All right. So music, though. Let's go back to the music. I mean, <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and, and just kind of talk about what it means to you. And, and I know that your mom loves it, too. So. <laughs> oh, yes. No, no, no. And, and she it's so she can pick out Elder Scrolls music like that it, I've, I've just I've, we've played it on car rides being at home and relaxing and just having it in the background she knows like jeremy soul's music now it's wow. incredible like she can she will be on a car ride and it'll be just on my playlist and she'll go oh is this skyrim like yes <laughs> it absolutely is <laughs> and and i had never really played a game before like skyrim it's funny, i went backwards i played skyrim and then i went back and i found oblivion and i played that through oh, because nice. i had heard it was also an amazing game yeah and um just the the, the, first of all, the style of the game being as open as it was and just kind of, you know, throwing you into the world and just going, oh, do what you want. And then the music just, it was subtle enough and yet grand, grand enough. And again, one of those times where I would sometimes just stop what I was doing and just listen to the track that was playing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is my go-to when I'm studying, when I'm driving, when I'm just resting or relaxing. It's one of my go-to soundtracks. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Do you have a favorite track? Like, I feel like I could pick a, a few, but uh, but there are many that I could call a favorite. The first one that really caught my attention, I think it's called Ancient Stones. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. yes, that was, I think that was actually one of the first ones that I heard when I was walking into my first town outside of Helgen. Okay. And I remember hearing that and just thinking, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Is that the one with the dulcimer? I have to look it up now. Yes, yes. It is? Okay. I think, because I think that was actually what popped into my head is like, is that a dulcimer? (laughs) Oh my my gosh. Like, I, because you don't hear it very often, especially in, it it just was like, wow, hello. That's great. Prime. So another game that I kind of came to a little later, I had heard about Metroid. I mean, I played Super Smash Brothers. And so I always saw like, you know, Samus and hmm. or as I as I, you know, as anyone made my caller like, oh, is that Metroid there? Like, no, that's not. <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> I was always curious about it. I remember watching on YouTube, like playthroughs of people playing the original, like NES version. I remember thinking that seems really hard. <laughs> like, yeah. That seems a little frustrating. But then I kept saying, I had friends, I would ask my friends about it, like, so 
is any whoever's played a Metroid game, is it was it worth it? Is it fun? And and I got an overwhelming response of just like absolutely. And so in the mm. summer of 2015, I don't know why that was the year or the time or the place. <laughs> I decided to just go ahead and I played Metroid uh, Zero Mission, and I've been hooked ever since. Wow! So played uh, as many of the 2D ones that all the the main ones, uh, Zero Mission. Samus, uh, well, before Samus Returns, there was the Return of Samus. That one was a bit chunky to play through, but it was still fun to do. Uh, Super Metroid, of course. And then I heard about the Metroid Prime series. And thankfully, because I came into it so late, Metroid Prime Trilogy was already available. And Mm. I still have my my Wii. And so I went, I found a used version of it, and I started playing through it, and it just blew me away. Like, (laughs) so different, and yet so much the same. Like, it's still very, very much a a Metroid game, which is sometimes when you change the perspective of going from, like, a 2D side-to-side, you know, up-and-down kind of platforming to a 3D point-and-shoot kind of kind of game, you can lose a lot of elements, but it actually does such a good job. And Echoes... Metro Prime One, that music was phenomenal. It was it was it was so different that the 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 kind of spacey uh, theme, the, the the tones, the way that the music was constructed. But there was something about Echoes in particular. I think partially because it was really kind of its own thing. Because a lot of the games bring back a lot of old elements, which I'm fine with, like Ridley, you know, Craid, Fantoon, like the old mm-hmm. elements, old enemies and themes and stuff. But Echoes was like its its own 100. As far as I remember, no Ridley. You were on a totally new planet, new race, new threat of beings. The continuation of the of you know bringing Dark Samus into the into the lore and everything, hmm. and the music again, just tonally so so different. That the, yeah. the futuristic, like hard, like what was when you when you first walk into the um to the temple at the very beginning, and that those hard like percussive like it sounds like someone's like hitting metal. Mm. every so often and it's just so like it's like wow like you are in a totally different space Yeah, I think the Metroid music has always been just so perfectly avant-garde and out. You know, it's just yes. like strange and perfect. <laughs> exactly. And, and and as strange and, and otherworldly as it is, the, the, the themes fit so well with each area that you're in. And when you're, for example, when you meet one of the Luminoff, Umos, for the first time, and that like gentle, like, because it tells you, the music pretty much tells you like, ah, this is a tense situation. This is yeah. a bad creature and the it was still very kind of out there and and you know you know just uh strange as far as like but it, the, the melody was just very soothing very calming and just so cool yeah that that's that's an amazing soundtrack i love that Okami, this game. I mean, uh, this game is such a beautiful. I remember, you know, years ago now, my cousin describing this game to me, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" What? But it's <laughs> such a beautiful game. So tell me about the the Okami music. 
that was really the one where it, it's it was definitely one of the more ambitious kind of storytelling games that I've I've, I've had ever had ever seen at that point. Yeah, there was a lot of narrative elements to it. And the first time, I mean, every game has had essentially where, you know, a character will have a theme, like as early as like, you know, Zelda, Zelda's Zelda's lullaby for Zelda and uh, Ganondorf even kind of has his own music and everything. But there was something about Okami, every single character, major, minor, whomever had their own music, every area, every fight Mm. for them. Well, except for, I think, I think Blight and Crimson Helm shared the same music, but still it was just, it was interesting because Okami was an interesting mix of like grand, grand scale storytelling of an epic, you know, adventure from beginning to end. And it also had wonderful elements of whimsy, like yeah. stuck in the middle, like the jokes, the characters. It was, it could be lighthearted and fun and silly one minute and then just emotional and, you know, just heart gripping the next. Mm-hmm. And the music mm-hmm. did, it, it went all over the place and it did it so well. It, it did such a good job with that. And the I love flute. I love wind instruments. And there's plenty of that in the Okami soundtrack. The music of just like when, you, when you're talking to the, uh, the brush spirits, like each time when you discover a new one and just when you're having that conversation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just let it go and I just let that play. Hmm. And I think it was actually the first time I actually ever heard uh, a shamisen. I had oh. never heard of or knew what a shamisen was. And I remember hearing that and I... For years, I was like, what is that sound? I, I can never, and I kept Googling, like, you know, like, eh, instruments, Japan, and there were so many. <laughs> and I was just like, and then finally, one day, I was listening, I can't remember what I was listening to. It was it was a different soundtrack for a different game. And I heard it with my friend, and I, I like, grabbed my friend, and I go, what is that? Like, do you know what that is, <laughs> that, that string? What is that? And she goes, what, a shamisen? Like, what? <laughs> and I Googled it immediately, and I just started finding videos and, and, and recordings. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what that is. And just being <laughs> blown away. It was so cool. It's a remarkable instrument. That's so funny that you like centered on that, zeroed in on that, you know? Usually I do that with instruments that I've like never heard before. In general, sure. I'd say I'm pretty good at like when I hear like a composition or like, you know, a, a, an orchestra, I can like p- pick out, ah, that's the bassoon, that's the French horn, that one's you know, trumpet, like bass clarinet, clarinet, oboe. Like I'm pretty good at that. And so when there's one that I don't know, I want to know. <laughs> I would love to know. What is that? I mean, I love this list uh, for so many reasons. You know, it, it's just all over the place in terms of game style and <laughs> and and also kind of all over the place, musically speaking, as well. And uh, that just oh, made yeah. it really fun to, to look at this list. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I It was a little hard-pressed in some parts to really kind of separate. I mean, there were some serious contenders and runner-ups, but I don't know. This was the list that really just seemed to, to vibe with me a lot more. Is there anything else you want to say about any of the music, Nicole? Oh, man. Uh, aside from if you haven't, if anyone hasn't played these games, I would 100% recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> any of these are wonderful. 
such a huge part of video of my enjoyment in video games is of course the gameplay and it's and you know but if the if the you can really brings it to like the top of my list is if the music complements like the gameplay in whatever way and that is that is key for me yeah too and also you know just the ability to listen to it away from the game too and the fact that that's an enjoyable experience you know and that was actually a big key player in coming up with this list. I had to think of like, like, what is the music that I listen to either on Spotify or, you know, I have on a playlist. I, have a, I literally have a playlist on YouTube called Study Study Music. And mm. like, what do I what do I have on there? Like, what's in the background that brings me, that centers me, that makes me feel relaxed that, you know, and yeah. these were kind of that thing. So absolutely. Nice. Well, it was such a pleasure to talk to you about it. And again, thank you so much for being a patron. And uh, yeah, (laughs) good luck with your studies and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks again to Nicole for talking with me about some of her favorite music from games. You can learn how to have a chat like this on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash level. You'll find a playlist there too from uh, Nicole's choices. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. Uh, Huh? What? Follow us on Twitter at Level with Emily. Learn more about us at levelwithemily.com, made possible by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services and composer Brad Gentle. Level with Emily Reese is a production of June Media Inc.